Are we really censoring speech in the United States of America? Okay. Let me say that some stuff that's out there probably should be censored. Stuff like, you know, especially on social media when people are threatening people's lives, showing murders, stuff like that, probably should not be on social media. If you're going to harm somebody and show it, vile or pornographic material probably shouldn't be shown to kids, especially. Censor, censor it all day long on social media. That's fine. We should protect people, especially our children. This has been happening, by the way, for years. But just recently, it became big news because of who and what they're now censoring. For years, social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter have been censoring information that is harmful to their left-leaning views. All you got to do is go out there on social media at all, and you know that there's constantly people complaining about their views being censored. And these are not, these are not views that are offensive in any way. They're just a different opinion about things. It's not, it's not something that would be considered harmful to anybody. Uh, but the left doesn't want anything other than their truth, <laughs> whatever that means, their truth, to be shown on social media. And because they're all owned by left-leaning people, uh, they think they have the right to censor you, apparently. Uh, they say it's false information. Only conservative views, apparently, are false. They never censor left-leaning views because, of course, they agree with them. Nobody really argues that. They do it all the time, and conservatives have been pushing back on them for years. But usually when conservatives push back at somebody's blog or somebody's podcast like mine or, or somebody who's making an impact out there, they get censored, they get cut off, uh, they get stopped all the time. But recently, they tried to stop the wrong people. Election is coming, and the left has ramped up their censorship big time. Not just on some online blogger, like they always do. This time they went after the New York Post. The New York Post is the fourth largest newspaper in the United States. They posted, a post printed an article on Vice President Biden and his son Hunter Biden. Some of you already know about what I'm going to tell you, but because I know a lot of you don't because your head's in the sand. Uh, Joe's son, Vice President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, for those of you who, who, like I said, had your head in the sand, has been paid millions of dollars. They paid Hunter Biden millions of dollars to sit on boards of very large corporations that he has zero experience. He has no idea what these corporations do. He has no knowledge of it, and he's sitting on their boards. Hunter Biden's life has been rough, to say the least. Okay, His dad had to pull major strings to get him into the Navy at the age of 40, he entered the Navy. And he got kicked out shortly after because he could not kick his addiction to crack cocaine. Now, that's a sad thing, okay? But he shouldn't have been in the Navy even to start with. This was not something, by the way, decades ago. This was 2013, only, only seven years ago. Since then, he's had major troubles with his addiction. It's all been out there. And because of his dad and his dad's connections, he was able to land jobs on several uh, corporate boards of a lot of international companies. The problem is he has zero experience or knowledge of anything that these companies do. Okay. He Hunter 
has admitted he would not have been on these boards without being the son of Joe Biden. In fact, he admitted that almost every good thing that's happened to him in his life would not have happened without his dad. Joe Biden has always said he had nothing to do. Listen carefully. Joe Biden has always said he has had nothing to do with his son getting these jobs. He does not talk to his son about these jobs. He's never talked to any of the CEOs of any of these companies. He's completely separated himself from all of this. Basically, Joe Biden says that he landed these jobs on his own. Hmm. And he has nothing to do with it. Okay. Well, information has now surfaced, apparently proving otherwise. There's emails, thousands of them showing discussions with Hunter and the high-ups thanking him for what his dad has done for them. They are allegedly, there are allegedly thousands of pictures of Hunter in very compromising positions, by the way. Basically, pictures you would not want to be seen by anyone, ever. Because of the amount of information and the detail that's involved, and there's just so much data out there on this, and they've only released just a little bit of it to see, I guess, whether or not they're going to continue to deny it or continue to, to walk away from it and act like Joe Biden still doesn't know any of this, okay? To be a setup, and the Biden campaign still has not denied it, though. They've never come out and denied it. Millions of dollars are being paid to his son for access to his dad. You guys, this raises obvious questions. If his son is receiving millions of dollars for access to his dad, what is the money for? Is it payment for political favors? I could go on and on, but here's the problem. The corrupt media has shown zero interest in this story. Instead of investigating it, they're staying silent. On October 15th, George Stephanopoulos had a town hall with Joe Biden and never even asked him about this. It was out there. It had just broke. George Stephanopoulos, some kind of independent reporter, had the opportunity to ask Joe Biden about this situation. Didn't do it. Why? He was a former campaign manager or, or in the campaign uh, for uh, President Clinton. He's in the tank. Even before President Trump got into office, President Trump was spied on by the Obama administration, by the way. He has been under investigation the entire time, even before he became president. But when the shoe's on the other foot, the media is not interested. Hmm. Now we have Facebook and Twitter have blocked anyone who tries to post this article from the New York Post or any information about the article on their social media platforms. They also blocked, by the way, the account of the White House press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. When she tried to post a link to the article, they shut her account down. This is the United States of America. And apparently this information cannot be shared. This is clearly censorship. They do not want this information to damage Joe Biden's chances of winning the election on November 3rd. I get it. This is obviously a huge story. Not just a huge story. This is a monstrous story. This is, this is so big, but yet most of you wouldn't know it because the media downplays it. In the United States of America, this is happening. When people used to think, well, we don't do that here. We have a free and open press. Right before our eyes, this is happening. We're turning into a Marxist, communist, socialist state. And unless we wake up and do something, this will happen. And you have a chance on November 3rd to do something about it. In fact, the FCC, Federal Communications Commission, has now gotten involved with this case. 
They're investigating Facebook and Twitter for violating free speech laws. They're also going to fight it out and try to stall all of this stuff till after the election because they've got plenty of money. They don't care about the FCC coming down on them. They'll just pay fines or whatever. They just want to try to get Biden across the finish line, a guy who can't even function. And if you're a sensible, logical, thinking person, you see it. You know this guy can't be our president. The media and the Democrats and social media platforms are all in on it together. Why? They're on the same team. They wear the same jersey. I feel like a broken record, but it's time to wake up. This is how it happens. Seemingly small, insignificant steps towards socialism and Marxism and communism, and before you realize it, it's too late. We're down that path too far. That's what happened in Germany. It happened in, at this, in the Soviet Union, Cambodia, Cuba, China, Vietnam, North Korea, Romania, Venezuela, all those countries allowed small, seemingly insignificant decisions by their governments to go towards a more Marxist, communist, socialist state, thinking, that's okay, that's okay, before it was too late and they could not turn back. We've already had plenty of those people from those countries who live here now coming out, warning us over and over again. You guys, the United States of America is next. You have a chance to say no. Or better, say hell no on November 3rd. It's ironic to me they call the people on the left woke when they are most asleep. By the way, there'll be more bombshells between now and the election. It's a couple weeks left, you guys. Even more damning than this. And this is bad, but really bad stuff is coming. It will. In fact, the Democrats will probably try to drop stuff. But I know the other side's coming. There's so much out there about this corrupt administration that we just had before President Trump. And when he tells you he's draining the swamp, he's draining it. And you're going to hear about that. Vice President Biden should pull out of this race for this. He sold his position to foreign interests for political favors. President, Vice President Biden is compromised, period, end of story. And if you don't understand that, you have your head in the sand and you can't see past your ideology. That is what happened. There's proof, tons of it out there. So, what do you think? Have I lost my mind on this one? Comment in the comment section. <laughs>